John Hudson right after we bring the show in. You ready? Welcome to the Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the Success Code. Success Code. All right. I'm excited for this one. You know what I mean? I told everybody that I would bring some of my friends on that are doing great things after I built my audience because I wanted to bring some value to them. So today we got my man, Dion Hudson, CEO and founder of Fit Fast Transformation. You might have seen him on the news, uh, on the radio. His IG is popping. I guarantee you've seen him on Instagram uh, doing some amazing stuff in fitness. Today we're going to talk to him about how to stay fit. I'm going to talk to him about his stay-at-home workout course that we all need right now. And then, of course, continuing our side hustle series, we're going to talk about how he built his business and some of the ways he thinks about bringing in leads and converting people and uh, staying afloat in these rough times. Dion, yo, can you hear me? Welcome. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Thank Uh, you for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for coming on. I know you're super busy. Um, it's kind of easier to get people on during this uh, quarantine, but um, tell the people about yourself, what you do, what you own, and uh, everything. Okay, so my name is Dion Hudson. Um, I'm the owner of Fit Fast Transformation. Uh, we're a fitness company. We've um, touched a couple of different avenues. Um, we we worked with you know the older community, the more elder uh, maturable community that's looking to get in shape. You know. Uh, whether it be women or men, um, and we have a program called Forty Fifty Fit Club, uh-huh. and um, we also have a, a special needs program called Fit Fast Power Squad, which is targeted towards um, special needs kids that are looking to you know still get in shape. Their parents want them to do something and stay active, um, you know, because a lot of those kids are on medication and stuff that makes them gain weight and different things like that. So still helping them out, uh, you know, just trying to benefit the community we've uh we've helped you know uh, hundreds of clients transform their physique and their body and um you know and they're constantly still working towards that goal and i'm i'm just happy to you know give my knowledge back to the community mm-hmm. so the, the first thing i notice with um or what you're doing and just we're going to jump into a business question just because you brought up exactly what you do working with the older community and special needs is you curved out a niche for yourself. You know, a lot of times uh, we just start our business. You might be a trainer just trying to be a trainer. And if you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being nothing to nobody. So what was your mind process and what made you uh, uh, decide to niche out to older folks and uh, people who uh, have disabilities? You know what? Um, a few different things, a few different people coming into my life. Well, one main person, uh, Tracy Hawkins, which is my publicist. Um, she came into my life early 2018, somewhere around there, or late 2018. And um, she was, you know, experiencing back pain, different knee injuries and pre-existing conditions that she was already dealing with, but still wanted to change her body, change her physique. And um, she brought it up to me that this is a, a, a niche market that you should kind of focus on. And I mean, they, I've I've always heard, you know, the riches, the the riches is in the niches. Yes. So um, when you you hone in on one one sector or one um, specific avenue, 
you become a master in that in that craft or in that avenue and then in, in, in that space, so to speak. And then, you know, people just flood to you because you work with them specifically, you know, so to say I work with nurses yeah. or I'm a personal trainer and I work with um, athletes. You know what I mean? I worked with athletes specifically in basketball. Yeah. And then you then you're, you're honing down your niche and getting tighter and tighter and tighter and you become more exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard for people to get. Uh, it was hard for me to get still to get to this day. Like even when I'm like writing my books, like my latest book is The Unbounded Athlete. But I still want to in my marketing put something to let everyone know that it can help anybody. But that just doesn't really um it's not good business acumen. It doesn't help in the long run. Um, so how do you, do you still get clients that aren't in that niche, even though that's your niche? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're not cutting yourself off from the world completely yeah. um, or from other, um, you know, clients or your different type of clients. They still see your work and they still see the progress you've gotten with those clients and they'll they'll reach out and if they really want to work with you they'll reach out and ask okay hey do you train you know um well like i've had plenty of girls do you do can i join the 40 50 fit club when they're you know 25 or 30 yeah um you know and it's like you know it's not you may not be a member of that specific club but i can still help you get your get to your result or get to your goal Mm -hmm. so okay yeah um and just doing that in the last, I would say, two years, um, what, when did you start training and taking it serious and making it your main source of income? Man, um, it's been since 2017, man. I, uh, I, I quit. I quit my job and just and just made the leap. I, I had a, I was at, I was working at an engineering company, um, 2016, 2017, and I had a 401k set up with them. Yeah. Um, and I was doing it and I hated it going there every day. I, it was just almost dreadful. And I was just like, you know, OK, it's either sink or swim. I'm just going to jump. So I'm just going to take that money out. I had probably like seven grand in 401k. Yeah. I took it out um, and then I just went. And I and then eventually I ran into somebody that introduced me to self-made mm-hmm. um, the training facility I'm at now. And then I kind of just took that avenue and they told me the rent was I had to, how everything worked. And I jumped out and did it. Um, And then it was, but you know, it was times where I'm negative in the bank account. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Hurting, like trying to get through the week. You know what I'm saying? Um, Luckily at the time I was with my parents. I was still in my parents' crib. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, it's either sink or swim. Yeah. And that's, I think that's really how you're going to be successful in any avenue that you want to take is is you get, you you just got to jump and then see what happens. I mean, being a past uh, athlete, that making that um, that decision is easier because athletes just believe in themselves. We have confidence. But how was it and like, how was it taking that leap? And did you ever have that dip? Uh, Seth Godin writes a book called The Dip, where he says, when you go into any endeavor and you start any business, you're going to have a time where it looks like you're going to fail and you want to quit. But his his whole thing in the book was that if you set with intention before you start that when you hit the dip, you'll keep going, that you'll succeed. What when did you have your dip and what kept you going? Mm, that's a good question. Um, 
that I, I never read that book either. But but yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say, you know, when I started, everything took off and went great. Yeah. Um, and everything was running smooth. Um, I'd say a year in. This is a pop the trunk production, baby. <laughs> um, nah, but I would say um, a year or some change in, or actually a couple months into the first year is when I kind of took a dip. And um, that's kind of what I was talking about. Just like, you know, hurting for money, lost clients, you know, because and when you get in the first, when you, well, for me in, in training, when I first got in, it was like, okay, I got as many clients as I can and just try and bring as many people in as possible. Um, but you don't really know about client retention and, um, man, how do I shut this? That's all right. Shut this off. That's all right. Um, so you don't really know about client retention. Hold on. This is crazy. I don't even know how to shut that off. It's connected to the computer right now. That's all right. We just keep pushing. Um, um, so yeah, I mean like you don't really know about client retention and so like you'll get as many clients as you can, but they may not be high quality clients. Yeah. So I got those, those clients and then they kind of fell off and I took a dip in income. I went from making maybe like five grand my first month or whatever it was into, you know, I dropped down to like a thousand dollars, you know, $1,200 and that was the dip. And then you know, I was running out of money on the other side of that, that 401k money that I had. And it was just like, OK, what do I do? Uh-huh. Um, it, do I go look for another job? Do I try and get a job at, you know, um, a warehouse or uh-huh. to just bring some income in? Uh-huh. And it was just like, you know what? What you need to do is just get back out there and grind and start finding more clients. Yeah. Start pushing. So what I started doing, we talk, I don't know if you want to touch on this marketing now, but I, what I started doing was go out to like Sprouts, uh-huh. um, post uh-huh. up, set up a, a table. Um, I had a body fat, a handheld body fat scanner. And um, I had a handheld body fat scanner. Uh-huh. And um, I would just set that up and ask people if they wanted to do a free body fat testing or a free fitness assessment. Yeah. Um, yeah. People would come in, they would try it. I would write down, their, take down their name and number and then set up consultations right there. I mean, I started bringing in clients that way, um, and that kind of really helped me just pick back up and get rolling again. You're just grinding and hustling. Um, just grinding and hustling. So, you know, there's kind of two ways to kind of market. There's the gorilla, there's grinding, there's hustling that you just kind of do where you got to lift yourself up from your own bootstraps. But then there's strategies um, that a lot of people just don't know how to communicate and stuff like that. So um, what is maybe one strategy you could share that really helped you out uh, without giving away too many secrets um, that what allowed you to bring in clients uh, where you could stop doing the gorilla or maybe you never stopped doing the gorilla marketing, but where you could just get a steady stream of clients uh, coming in. I would say um, uh, for me, the, the before and afters in the fitness industry, before and afters are everything. Um, people seeing that you've gotten results with other people. And then once you pick up these clients from this guerrilla style marketing and you want to pick up strategies, now you start implementing 
something where you have referral programs yeah. or you have um, you you say okay hey um, if you bring me a uh, a client I can't I'll take a I'll knock off a um, hundred dollars off of your next month of training yeah um, or I'll, I'll I'll give you that next month of training free if you bring me another paying client yeah um, something like that or um, even even Instagram is huge right now, so or, or any social media is really huge. But if you can get your client to post the video of you working out or you working them out on their story, mm-hmm. so now you have access to a whole another group of followers, whether they have five hundred or whether they have a million, you have access to those group of followers, and you just duplicate that process. Man, hotline bling. You got all them girls, bro. <laughs> uh, you just um, so you just you duplicate that process um, over and over and over. And so if you have 10 clients and each of them have a thousand plus followers, now you're you have access to 10,000 people. Yeah. So if you say, OK, I recorded this video of you um, and I can show you your results and you show your followers the results. Boom, boom, boom. And it, it just duplicates. And then people start hitting you up left and right. Hey, I seen you. You transform my friend. I'm looking to get in shape. I want to. I want to work with you. I like your content. I like what you do. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know. And and I think that like they got to be able to go to your page and be wowed. Yeah. And impressed. Yeah. You know, like okay, wow, okay, I'm in, I'm impressed with that. And then at that point, your price can go up because because they've seen that you've gotten results with other people. They're already they go to your page and they're wild and they're like, OK, dang, he looks like he really knows what he's doing. He's smart, intelligent, whatever the case. Um, and then it's like, OK, but this is my price. So it is what you just seen worth what 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 I'm asking. Of course it is. You know, I'm, I'm a value. Yeah. You clearly see I'm a value. So it's either you pay it or you go to a, a weaker trainer. Facts. <laughs> And and a lot of them are weak out here. Well, we ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> not everybody. You know I'm saying not everybody can do this. Not everybody knows. Well, I mean, not, I'm not saying not everybody can do it, but it takes time. It takes experience. It takes years of training and working with being on the floor with different clients, experiencing their different um, setbacks or or you know pitfalls or whatever the case it may be, and with whether it be the physical and the diet yeah. and nutrition. Yeah. So. Like, that experience over time is what is going to ultimately equate to how much you can charge somebody. Yeah. Like even with me, I know I would say a lot more than a lot of people, but I can't train. Like I just, I just can't do it. Um, I don't know progressions. I'm like, yo, do this exercise. I can't do it, man. Just do it. Well, I can't train you then. You know what I mean? So it's right, like, right, right, right. that's why I can't train. Yeah, no, um, you know what I will say? It does take patience. Yeah, oh, man. It does. it does take a lot of patience. So yeah, that's 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 true. One thing a lot of people deal with, and uh, I'll kind of hit on what I kind of think of it too. How do you deal with people not wanting to pay the price, trying to cut corners and stuff like that? You probably don't deal with that like you did when you started. But um, what's your thoughts on that, and how do you deal with it? Um, how I dealt with it back then, because I, I got I got screwed over when I started with a lot of people. Um, where you know I we would have something in writing, uh, and that, I always try and put something in writing. Always, um, some type of contract. It, and 
I never even, you know, I put it in, I put it in writing. People still flaked, and I never even came after him for it because to me, um, it was more so. It was going to take more time and more effort and more energy for me to go after them for five hundred dollars that they didn't pay me yeah. on a month um, of training than it would to just find a new client. Yeah. You know, so I, I never went after anybody for. Um, people that missed out or skipped out on payments. Yeah. Um, but you will deal with that. I mean, and you're going to deal with people that don't want to pay your price. I mean, as you start, you're going to have to go through those ups and downs. It's, it's just a part of it. Um, the one way that you can, you know, mitigate it, I guess, um, would be to make sure you get your money up front. Yeah. Make sure you get your money up front. So even if they bail on you, um, if they said, if you had a three month contract in place, um, and you got, even if you did, like when I started, I was doing month to month. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't ever do session to session. Yeah. I, the, the session to session would is people, there's no obligation there. Yeah. So like if you do, if it's 12 sessions in a month and you say, I'm going to charge, I'm going to charge you for each session, um, 60 bucks. You give me 60 bucks on that day, 60 bucks on the day. You won't see them by the two, by the fourth session. Yeah. That person's gonna call you and say, "Hey, um, I can't make it. Really, they're at the beach with their friends, yeah. or whatever the case. But they can't make it because they just don't feel like it. Is what it really is. Um, people have. But if you get that twelve to- months up front, I mean, you get that twelve sessions up front mm-hmm. as opposed to that, then they're obligated. They're on the hook for that six hundred dollars or whatever it is per month that you're gonna charge them. Yeah. So, so if they don't want to come to the session, they lose money. You don't. Yeah. You know, and, and it, you shouldn't ever have to want to sell somebody over and over and over and over. Yeah. Once yeah. you make the initial sale, it should be, okay, this is what it is. So that's why now I charge in packages. Yeah. I do all my training yeah. packages now because once I make the initial sale, I'm not trying to sell you a week later or a month later on why you should re-sign with me. You should already know that you should resign with me because if you put the work in, you're getting results. Yeah. You paid up front. We don't have to even worry about money. The money conversation's over. Yeah. You know, and that's how it should go. Yeah. So I mean, as you build up uh, and you know you build up a name for yourself and whatever the case, then you can go and say, "This is my package. This is what it costs for three months. Are you you're willing to do it or not? And if not, peace. <laughs> I got my money." <laughs> Have a, have a good one. You know what I'm saying? I'm solid. Have a good one. Yeah. You always, you always, I think you always in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one important thing is going into a meeting with somebody that you're trying to close a deal on or whatever the case, consultation, whatever you want to call it. You should go into it with the mindset of, I want you, but I don't need you. I can help you, but I don't need your money. Yeah. So if you want to give me your money, so I can help you. Great. If you don't, great. Yeah. That should be your your mindset going into. I mean, it's, it, honestly, it, that's my that's my mindset when talking to women too. It's the same thing. Like it. Yeah. Like I don't need you in my life. I'm already a hundred. I don't need you in my life. But if you want to come in my life, great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But if you don't, great. You know, no hard feelings. So, and that's how that's how the same same movement with sales. So I want to touch on that just mentally, um, you know, like even working when working with the athletes or coaching someone, 
the it's really paradoxical to the mind but the secret to getting what you want is to go for something that you don't give a damn about like if you're going for a result but you don't care if you don't get it it's really hard to do you got to trick your mind and take some time tricks and some mental abstractions but when you can go after something but really don't care if you get it or not that's the person who always wins. Like that thug in the streets who the the most low down, dirty, craziest dude never gets never gets shot. He never goes to jail because he really don't care. And the reason is when you don't care, you don't have no stress and you don't tense up and you're able to move and be malleable and do whatever it needs to do. And you just you're just in the present moment at all times. Mm, that's big. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That, that makes a lot of sense. That that makes uh, complete sense. So, um, how did you? I know you got your PR person. I still need to plug with her. Um, but yep. how how did you build your um social media, man? Cause I remember over over time you went from you know we kind of both did when I did my TED talk. I blew up a little bit. Like I had a moment, but it seemed like yours grew exponentially over time. Where you could teach a class on on on, on Instagram. So how did you really build that, and um, what was your process? Man, um, again, same thing. I think I think as I started, well, you got to constantly put out content. Yeah, I think I think the content thing has to be, um, if if not daily, the minimum should be three times a week. And I slack on that still. I slack on that still sometimes, but I think the minimum should be three times a week that you're dropping something something of value um something aesthetically pleasing um something that people maybe can laugh at yeah those three things um are major because one like they can take something away from it they went on your they went on your profile and they can take a, a laugh away yeah or they went on your profile and they can they see this aesthetically pleasing picture of you or um, or your client or whoever. Yeah. Uh, they can take that that information away. Like, dang, they're inspired now. Okay, I want to look like that. That's like the part of the inspirational marketing. Yeah. Um. And then, and then you know them having information, whether value or information, something they can take away and say, oh, I can use that in my life, or I can use that today, or maybe I should do this workout. Save. Hey, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. Save. Um, that, that, and then what happens is people start to start sending your profile to their friends and showing them workouts that they think we should do, or, Hey, I want to look like this. Um, Hey, look at this guy's client. Boom, boom, boom. And from there it becomes like, okay, everybody floods to your page. It's just energy. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, they see you getting results with people and and doing positive things Mm -hmm. in the community. Um, and people want to latch on to that. I think people are attracted to um, what's, you know, of course, what's in, but uh, they're they're attracted to positivity because yeah. it, it's it, it's um, it's contagious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I want to be I always you always want to be around somebody that's positive. You don't want to be around somebody that's negative. Yeah. So if I go on your page and things about negative, negative, negative commentary or um, pictures or whatever. I'm not going to want to go on there because it makes me feel some type of way when I get on there. Yeah. It makes me feel negative. 
Um, and when I get on this page, it makes me feel positive. And so this is a person I want to follow and be around, et cetera, and mimic or, or, um, you know, look at, look at. So, okay. We got, we got a few comments, people on here live, got a bunch of people on here. Uh, Vic says eliminate feelings and emotions in order to become constructive. Yeah. Off tops. He said facts over feelings. Oh, we got the millionaire in here. CEO, founder of Todd Capital. He says, how can someone who works 80 hours a week, first off, he don't work no 80 hours a week. He works hundreds of hours a week. This dude's a monster. But he says, how can someone who works 80 hours a week stay fit? Mm, man, carve out, um, carve out three days a week in your schedule for 30 minutes of exercise. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it may be, whether it's walking, whether it's um, a, a, a little circuit, uh, a body weight circuit at home, which you can check out my program. Mm-hmm. I got the COVID-19 program. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got 30 plus different workouts that you can do body weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you can you can find this stuff all over YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, do some carve out 30 minutes a day. Whether you're working 80 hours or 100 hours a week or, you know, whatever it is, carve out 30 minutes a day uh, or at minimum three times a week to get something in. Yeah. Yeah. And that three times a week platform or um, strategy, that'll give you more energy. So, like, uh, just knowing Charles and um, just knowing his brand, dude is on the go all the time. But if if you can carve out three days a week where you get 30 minutes in, even if you work with Dion digitally or whatever you do, that'll give you even more energy. And uh, like uh, like Charles would say, more success, more success, <laughs> more success, release, release those, those endorphins, get you going for the day. I mean, even I would even carve it out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, you know, what I'm saying who is that? Not Mark Zuckerberg, but uh, Marky Mark. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He wake up at four, four in the morning to get his workout in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, you got to make those sacrifices on the sleep sometimes if you really want to, you know what I'm saying, see your physique change and, and stay in shape and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go to go to bed a little earlier, wake up at wake up an hour early, mm-hmm. you know, get get ready, maybe get a little workout in, get a shower and then get on with your day. And Todd but, is up at four. I know him. And, you know, there's something just for someone who's like, it's hard to get up at four and uh, all of those things. I'm going to kind of give you my mentality of how I'm able to do it and how I'm able to work hard is there's something very motivational and gives you energy when you know you're doing something that other people can't do. Like when you get up at 3.30 or 4 in the morning and you just know in your head everybody else sleep and I'm up working, it gives you energy. It's almost like... It's almost like someone says, yo, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a head start to this race. Don't lose it. And you're going to run harder because you don't want to lose because, you know, you got a head start. And it's right. something about getting up that early where you like like I literally wake up and be like I start telling myself like they ain't up. They ain't getting this work in. You know what I mean? Yep. Kobe. That's what they were saying about Kobe. That's what Kobe had, he had said. Um, he was talking about him waking up earlier um to get to get extra workouts in so he getting five workouts in a day when his competitor is only getting three <laughs> and so and so if that and then day by day as as the days go on he getting these five workouts his competitor getting three they can never catch up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they're always going to be behind 
And so that's how he was looking at it. And that's, I mean, that's really it. You know, you gotta, you gotta find that time, make that time. Yeah, that's facts. Facts. All right, let's talk about some fitness stuff a little bit. Um, for that's for the average person who just wants to get fit, wants to stay fit. But for people trying to take it to the next level, um, do you work with people that are maybe on your level or want to be on your level that really want to take it to that? that physique level and i know you said you were maybe gonna do a competition soon tell me about that yeah man um i don't i mean i have one client currently that is prepping for a competition i'm not necessarily coaching her um nutrition wise but i am i am training her working with her on training um i personally am gonna do a show it was supposed to be may 2nd which is postponed uh, so whenever everything everything's resumed, um, I've already registered, but I'm gonna do a show for sure, uh, and you know try and get that pro card, take things to the next level. Um, You're already a pro. But yeah, men's physique is that's that's I, I think that's um a field that I could dominate in. I look good for that. Like I'm looking at um like a lot of their you know just their their frames and what they look like and how big they are height size etc and i feel like i have that physique so i feel like um you know i'm I'm gonna try and really go in there and take it to the next level not try i'm going to go in there and take it to the next level you're gonna get buff buff yeah yeah get buff (laughs) buff exactly okay okay um thinking about um just moving forward and thinking about more about uh, a little bit more about fitness and stuff right now. Um, how can someone stay fit and keep their gains right now with their not being a gym open? You know, you know, I got the plug. I got my gym. You know? <laughs> I got the plug. I can't go without the gym. But <laughs> someone who wants to keep their gains and um, how your program can help them with that. Um. For somebody that's looking to keep their gains right now, I would just say, well, keep fit in general. Um, one, you don't because because your movement is just naturally going to be less at this time. Um, I would just make at least a 200 maybe calorie reduction to depending on the person. It's hard to, to really gauge that, but a two to 300 calorie reduction um, in food. Is going to help you stay lean at this time for sure, mm-hmm. um, and and so you're not just sitting on your butt getting fat. Yeah, because naturally, we, I mean, we're in the house, so we can't really go anywhere. So we're not moving as much as we were yeah. uh, three weeks or four weeks ago. That's guaranteed for everybody around the board. Um, so that I would say, maybe reducing 300 calories in your diet would be perfect. On top of that. Body weight training is amazing. It's always been amazing. It's never failed anybody. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, simple stuff like the push-ups, I mean, we get the, those. But there's – I have 30 or thirty plus different workouts that you can do. You can even go to my Instagram and check out some of those workouts for free. Um, those are some of the things that you can do body weight, you know, or with minimal equipment, um, bands, uh, BOSU balls or, or yoga balls, ab wheels, et cetera that can keep you tight and keep you right going in, coming out of this, this quarantine. Okay. So we got, we're on your Instagram right now as you're talking about it. So they could see that they could see your Instagram. This is looking at your Instagram. This is going to make people feel bad out here. 
Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, calorie de- uh, reduction. Um, uh, you were talking about nutrition. Uh, give me your take on the vegan diet. Mm. You know what, man? It's um, it's tough. You're not you're not getting everything you need. Um, I mean, of course, we talk about. You know, they say you can get B12 supplements and different things like that. Um, And the proteins, um, the majority of the proteins aren't from a complete protein profile. Mm -hmm. Um, There are are a few. I mean, like quinoa, you have, I believe, has all nine essential amino acids. Uh, If you mix rice and beans, I believe it also comes out to all all nine essential amino acids. but it's just something it, I've I've tried it um, just to see how my body would respond and react. Um, it wasn't sustainable for me. And I honestly, once I picked up uh, and started eating meat again, I felt the difference in uh, like a, a more strength or a boost of energy. Um, and it also could come from the lack of calories and fat that I was getting from uh, removing meat from my diet. And I I believe fat to me is the, well, I know fat or cholesterol is the precursor to testosterone. Thank you. And so, you know, cholesterol is going to help boost your testosterone levels. Thank you. So you're eating eggs and, um, you know, butter and all these things that they say are bad and how cholesterol is so bad for you. um, That actually helps build muscle, burn fat, and you know what I mean? Keep you healthy, feeling vibrant and you know what I mean? Young and strong. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the vegan diet is not uh, for everybody. I mean, I, I get some people maybe just can't do meat. Um, but a lot of people say go, they're going vegan for the animals. And I get that as well. Um, I, I 100% can. I don't really condone the, the slaughter of the animals. But I mean, at the same time, you got to look at this like. This is what we've been doing for years. Yeah, you know what I mean. As as hunter gatherers, we go out and hunt animals for our food, and we bring them back, cook them, and and eat them. I mean, that's just that's just what it's been, um, historically through history. So, I mean, I can't really knock anybody that's trying it. Is it for me? Absolutely not. I tried it, didn't like it. Um, I did feel I did because of the increase in carbs. I did feel a boost in energy. Yeah naturally yeah um and you will you i mean that's great you will feel that but that will diminish over time and 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 you'll start to feel because what's which what's happening is you're depleting yourself of all the other nutrients that that come from meat and different things like that um you know so it, that's my that's my take on the vegan diet i, I don't i don't think it's terrible but it's, it's just not for me you know like i don't know i try to not I ain't gonna lie. I just bash them. I bash them because, but my thing is, my, <laughs> my thing is, and some really dope people, and some really dope people that I know. Here's the problem: when I disagree with something, there's always somebody who I still look up to who does it. Like you got Omar Bolden, who's plant based. Uh, you got my boy Gene, who's plant based, and I can't really argue with them. Omar's a monster, right? Um, yeah. But he knows what he's doing. And I always say that if you go vegan or plant-based, just know what you're doing. 
But then again, if you knew what you're doing, you probably wouldn't go that route. Um, but I'm glad you talked about the fats because people get on me all the time because they eat six eggs a day. They're like, man, you love eggs. And I'm like, man. And I'm like, yeah, yeah because <laughs> that's why they say a uh, man lose lose or aren't able to get it up when they get older. I'm like, that's not true. It's just because they haven't been eating cholesterol and haven't been working out. <coughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, and, keeping their body right. Mm-hmm. And I respond. I mean, well and, but, but at the same time, they, see, like, because there's there's routes to go, like the alkaline diet. Mm-hmm. Great, Doctor CB. Um, I mean, I I truly believe in his in his um approach. He didn't work to out nutrition. though. He didn't work out though. However, huh? He didn't work out though. Exactly. And so, however, I look at Dr. I do believe in his approach to nutrition. However, I look at Dr. CB, even in his um, earlier years, healthier years, whatever you want to say before he passed, he didn't look how I wanted to look. Exactly. And so he was frail. I mean, tall, skinny. That was his body type. Mm -hmm. I get that. But at the same time, he was frail, skinny. You know what I mean? Not really, uh, not even a must, not really a muscular frame that that I want to keep up. And so, you know, he didn't really factor in exactly exercise or well, weight training. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe aerobic training or uh, cardio, absolutely. And but. having having a lot of muscle has gotten a bad rap on longevity. But there's a lot of really geniuses like Nikola Tesla who talked about how having a lot of muscle you can hold more energy. Um, I look at it as photons, as light. Like, um, yes, plants hold more light than other stuff, but um, I use the concept metabolic flexibility and the burn rates. So we've got three fuels, right? Protein, fats, and carbs. Carbs, if you look at your metabolism like a fire, carbs burn fast, um, like paper. Uh, Protein burns like wood, and fats burn like, like coals, and you mm-hmm. want to be able to use all of them. A lot of people are walking around here burning paper all day. They got a whole bunch of coals in there, but if they ain't sparking, they ain't burning. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And so right. I can literally feel my body. I can go to work out, start going heavy, and feel me using sugar. And then I can literally pinpoint the part where my boy, my body flips from sugar and starts using fat. Like I can literally feel it. I can smell it in my breath. I don't need no, to pee and check ketones. Like I just know my body that well. And just a lot of people mm. don't know their bodies that well. And so I just, I think you should eat and then see how you feel. But people, a lot of people can't do that because they don't, they don't know what feeling good even feels like. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. And you know, I think for a lot of people, a start to a good start to a new diet or some, or um, trying to tap into understanding your body would be to fast fast okay um you know fast for you know 24 hours or more maybe 48 um but get rid of everything out of your system you know rejuvenate clear your system out and then start from a baseline start eating clean that day after you've cleared everything out of your system and then see how your body starts to respond to these different foods. Yeah. And then you can feel how your body responds to a banana with the quick spike in sugar. You can feel how your body responds to a bagel with, um, you know, heavy, a little bit of heavier carbs yeah. or how your body yeah. responds to protein or 
fats from almonds or whatever the case uh, or from eggs or whatever. You can feel that uh, as you have because you've cleared your system out. I can tell because I try to fast every day um, unless I got a bunch to do and I just can't uh, take that stress level that day. But um, yeah, there's some vegetables that I eat. If I eat them, they create a bad response in me. And most people would say that a vegetable is good, but you got to go, okay, this banana, which is supposed to be healthy, maybe made my sugar drive up too high. So maybe that's just something that's not for you. For me, I can eat four donuts and my sugar ain't going over 130. You know what I mean? That's just, I'm just lucky in that way. But I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Do you still fast? I do. I do. Um, Just minimal, not as much now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do practice fasting every day. So I think the minimum right now, the most I'll do is probably 14 hours because now I'm consuming so much more food um, because of the bodybuilding diet, which isn't uh, to me, isn't the healthiest route to go. Yeah. Um, If you're if you're, you know, attempting to build muscle, the bodybuilding diet isn't the healthiest. But it, it it's a solid diet. You do get all your you know your macros in. Um, it it does lack in fat though. Yeah, it does lack in fat for sure. Um, but yeah, I still fast daily. Probably you know anywhere from twelve to fourteen hours a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, wrapping it up. We got a couple more questions. I want to ask you the question that we ask everybody. It's different for everybody. What is success to you? What do you think a successful life is? Um, to me, success is freedom. And and so to break that down, freedom financially, um, freedom time-wise, mm-hmm. um, and freedom... You know, kind of to to do well, really financially and time wise, freedom to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it um, and freedom to spend what you want to spend and buy what you want to buy when you want to do it. Um, Whether that be, you know, taking your family to Disneyland, whether that be buying the new Lamborghini, Mm -hmm. whether that be um, putting your family in a mansion or whether that be putting, uh, you know, putting food on your fan on the on the table yeah. but you have the money and resources and the time to do all these things to me that's ultimately success yeah yeah and that's clutch for me defining the life you want and then making it happen whatever that is you know what i'm saying a lot of people might want a little bit of money get married have kids me i want a whole lot of money and uh have four girls so you know it's just different for right. everybody you know what i mean lifestyle lifestyle all right so back, um back. Just thinking about back when you started, uh, let's say you started from zero in your career, what would be the first few steps you would do to go from zero to 100? Get back out there and do that guerrilla marketing. Yeah. That footwork. I mean, I honestly, honestly, um, social media marketing and everything is great, but there's nothing like face to face communication with somebody. Yeah. Um, because because you you can eliminate some of the trust factor there. Yeah. With yeah. online marketing, they have to know, like, and trust you first before they start to purchase from you. Um, in person, 
they do they do but they can in person they can make the decision within a, a you know a five minute span whether they like and trust you enough to purchase from you um just by reading your energy um you know and and how you communicate with them etc so uh i would say going out there for that guerrilla marketing would be my first step to take me from zero to 100 for sure that footwork that footwork all right, man, tell the people where they could follow you, where they could see you, and where they could pick up your home workout program. And if they want to get training, God, I don't know if Charles is still on here, but he uh, asked that question. He's um he's out here in Rancho. You know, that dude, that dude's a baller. Uh, so let them know where they can okay. follow man. Yeah, man, uh, tap in with me. I'm on Instagram, Dion M. Hudson. Um, if you want to check out that, that COVID-19 home program, you click the link in the bio. Um, it'll, it'll take you to a link. It'll have COVID-19 home program. You should tap in there. It's just $25. Um, just something to keep you right. You know, we don't know how long this is going to last, but it's just something to keep you, um, you know, active and, and keeping you tight and right while you're going through this, you know, quarantine, this lockdown. All right, man. So I just showed them how to do it. Um, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Thank you for, uh, giving, uh, me a little bit of your time. Got some dope people. Do do you know? Uh, do you? I'll, I'll ask you off. I'll ask you off of here uh, in a second. All right, but, all right. Um, thank you for coming on. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Till next time, always remember to be yourself. Peace out. All right.